and welcome to Sustenance Radio. This is season two, a series of practices to sustain us and keeping us well while uh, the world or those around us are not well. And if you like writing letters like I do, I'm a pretty prolific writer, then you will love uh, this practice of writing love letters. Of all the things in the last few years that have dug me or helped me dig myself, or helped others help me dig myself out of my hole of woe and worry and self-pity, then I would say this has been one of the main practices, of course, in combination with many other things and probably a little bit of magic and mystery that's helped me be well at this particular time. So I was quite curious when I came to record this about why I had a couple of blocks um, and I explored those and I think it's partly because I want to get it right. I want to communicate to you how juicy this practice could be. So I, as you know, have a little perfectionist part of me that can help me get things done or can definitely get in my way. So I had a little word with that part of me. I, go, I call her Bridget Be The Best Budapest Bridget just between you and me, and um, yeah, I asked her to be my cheerleader rather than standing in our way, and she said yes on this occasion. So here we are, making mistakes, um, making do. So yeah, I wanted to help by describing why this maybe helped me, Um, and it's partly about learning to show the love that I would give to others to myself. Um, so I started by writing letters, you know, to people that I do love. Um, I wrote to friends abroad, I wrote to my sister, I wrote to my grandma, and yeah, so I'd invite you to start of, start by thinking of something or someone that you know that you can feel feelings of affection, love and care for. So maybe it's a family member, maybe they're deceased, maybe they're still with you, maybe they're near, maybe they're far away, perhaps it's an animal or another being. Um, I actually began writing love letters specifically in this practice. I began with moon and ocean and earth and writing to, yeah, their, what I loved about uh, those beings, those things around us. And then, yeah, I wrote letters to, people that I love, first imagining that I wouldn't send them. So I started writing just really things that I've just really loved about them, thinking no pressure, I'm not going to send it, I don't care how they receive it, but I'm going to write them a letter. And while I was writing them I allowed myself to listen in and feel into the feelings embodied in my heart and elsewhere, those feelings and thoughts towards those people. And after I'd written the letters, I lay down on my bed, or you could lie down on the floor or find somewhere to sit in silence, and just allow the the love that you do feel, the, the strength of love and feeling that you feel for that person, just allow yourself to imagine that they feel that same, or maybe even more, strength of love towards you. So that outflow that you're 
giving out. Just imagine that there's the same force of energy being directed at you as well. And so close your eyes and allow yourself to just fill your body with that feeling, maybe from your heart space all the way out to your fingers and toes, maybe as you breathe in, breathing in light and love and grace and breathing out any darkness, any feelings of hatred or discomfort. And yeah, that was a really powerful moment for me, a bit of a turning point where I I honestly just had this really embodied moment where I realised maybe what everyone had been saying self-love was what I I hadn't really got it until then and since then my practices I'm always um, trying to embody it not just think think those things but really have an embodied feeling and show myself um, self-love so in terms of writing a letter to yourself um, my practice began after that moment of big powerful realisation that I just shared with you I um, a mentor of mine Amy suggested that I write a letter to myself for a year from now so I waited until the next full moon um, because that felt like a, a powerful and, and something that aligned with me but you can write whenever feels good and I wrote a letter to myself one year from then so you know waiting for that all those lunar cycles away and I included in my love letter to myself it it felt a bit forced at first I'll admit but I included questions to my future self I asked you know how are you feeling how's your head how's your heart how's your body how's how's your home, how are your relationships and I tried to be curious for that future Bridget who would be sitting and reading that letter and I asked where she was sitting and I told her where I was and um, yeah and I asked with concern whether she was still repeating those habits that weren't helpful anymore, whether she was binging, whether she was beating herself up for binging, whether she had thoughts of bad self image and neglect and not liking herself for the bits of her body that bulged and the bits that she didn't like to see in the mirror and you know I asked with care and curiosity and I kind of willed for that not to be the case anymore for that future self and I also included though um, which I really enjoyed little love notes and messages about the season that I was in so I think I began writing in in February and I included a, a bit of a observational diary that the naturalist kind of side of me absolutely loved. And I talked about the sounds of the sparrows and the seagull chicks that were nesting on the roof and the wild garlic in the woods and the way that the daffodils were dying and um, and coming up and the you know whatever it was in the season, the blanket of bluebells and, and their <laughs> majestic colour. Um, and so I found that I was writing... A love letter to the world to, to all of nature the rest of nature and, and then including in that the a letter to the part of the world and the part of nature that's me that's um, currently embodied in a Bridget shaped 
a body um, of blood and bone and, and water and allowed myself to to feel the same amount of love for that part of the world that I was um, actually quite good at giving and feeling for, for other parts. And I didn't think much about what I wrote and um, tried to just write it again like I was imagining writing and not even reading it. Um, and I put little gifts in as well of the season, so I put in pressed flowers and seed pods and leaves and little buds and um yeah and then I would I got some nice stationery <laughs> and I sealed the letters um I tried to find some sealing wax but I couldn't so I just used candle wax in the end and it worked well for me um and then I I wrote you know an envelope for each month with some paper in it so that I was all prepared for the next month's coming and I put them in a little bundle and I wrapped some string around them and then I put them in a special wicker basket that I found just for that purpose and then every full moon um you know I would have that reminder to write that love letter to the world and that love letter to my future self um so I'd suggest that you find whatever works for you to do this practice and um make it your own and maybe buy cards that you see in the shops that you wouldn't normally buy for yourself or you wouldn't even normally buy for a friend and you think, oh, it's really overpriced, but I absolutely love that image. Um, and think about what you might give for your best friend and just think, actually, yeah, I'll, I'll show myself that kind of love by getting that for myself. And, you know, I won't be doing it with a trust bar or a shopping spree. And if that's what you do, no judgment, but just showing yourself love with whatever language you usually show others that love so enjoy it and don't worry too much about it and don't worry if you miss a day or if it's not the full moon or if it's not the first of the month or whenever you set yourself um yeah don't feel bad about that I I actually found though that I really looked forward to the practice and I was waiting for it um and then I wasn't going to but as I've just opened one and I'm just writing one today as it's the full moon I thought I'd read you some of the letter that I wrote to myself. Dear Bridget, you may not feel like it. You may feel hormonal and overwhelmed and a bit wobbly, but this is the best time to write a love letter to the moon and to our future self, exactly when we're feeling confused. Tell me how you're feeling. Tell me how is your heart? How is your home? Feeling a little lost? A little like life isn't working out how I expected it to. Feeling competitive. Resentful. Bitter. Sister, do not underestimate yourself. You have survived a lot already. You anticipate the worst. And you are still strong and sensitive and will come to see the gifts in grief and regret and misfortune. Do not doubt your dreams and desires. Can you see how we are living our dreams and we are so lucky to be alive? You are creative, caring, considerate. You're a loyal friend and you listen and you try to love unconditionally and you are learning to love yourself. You can be serious, yes, but you can also be silly too. You love to dance and to sing. And your body, you are so able, so beautiful, so brave. Yes, you have recovered physically from sprained ankles and torn ligaments and you are recovering emotionally from binging and self-loathing and cycles 
of beating ourselves up again and again. And I'm proud of us, proud of you. I hope you're still well, whatever external curveballs life has thrown at us this year. That you're finding your feet, fighting your fears, enduring loneliness with grace. Trust. Trust the whispers in the wind. Tie yourself to your intentions and let the way show itself. Let change weave around you and through you, you wonderful woman. When someone says that, wonderful woman, do you hear it? Why not? Do you still doubt it? Well, <laughs> I've written swear words. Um, you know, forget about that. Try not to become the not good enough, not worthy of love woman. You are amazing. Say it. Feel it. Let it flood your veins and spirit and from that fountain of self-love and self-worth overflow and give yourself away again and again to friends, to work, to the world. Bridget, even when I write this, I can tell there is still a sticking, stinking splinter of self-doubt that does not believe that you deserve this love. Well, I am you. And if you cannot hear this from me, then who will you let that love in from? I love you, Bridget. And on the back of the letter I've, wrote, I've written, I must speak of the moment we are in. This moon, many weeks into lockdown, without travel, without touch, without gatherings, as the world still turns, divisions widen, walls harden, and we are at the mercy of those who make important decisions. We entrust our lives, our precious world, in the reckless hands of others. We allow them to let ourselves all be part of a great unravelling. Where are our voices? Whose children are we fighting for? Can they protest? Can they teach us how to handle the complexity of the world? And I must speak of the season, these days of hot weather, the otters in the water, the hedgerows full of caterpillars, the nests full of chicks, returning swallows, confused teenage pigeons, rooks and wood anemone, dandelions and dangerous weeds and ivy seeds and sunflower seeds and green leaves and everything is alive. Eat me, everything says, eat me. I am life, death, life, death, life, death, life. And let me know how you get on and share any of the content if you want. I might share some of mine. But yeah, it's a lovely way to show yourself love. This is a poem by Derek Walcott. The time will come when, with elation, you greet yourself arriving at your own door, in your own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome, and say, sit here, eat. You will love again the stranger who was once yourself. Give wine, give bread, give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you all your life, whom you ignored for another, who knows you by heart. Take down the love letters from the bookshelf, the photographs, the desperate notes. Peel your own image from the mirror. Sit. Feast.
on your life.